Hi, I'm Chris and I love adventure, I love travel and I love photography. In fact, it is my goal in life to become a professional travel photographer and I work every day towards making that a reality. So in this podcast, I'll be sharing everything I learn along that journey. Whether that's discussions on mentality, resilience and getting your mind in the right place to pursue a goal like this or just discussions on photography itself. Whether you love photography or you have any passion that you want to turn into a career, then this is the podcast for you. This is The Chris Googe Show. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for listening. I knew, I knew someone would listen. And it's you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes, I'm back regular with the podcast now. Um, uploading a new episode every week. But I'm doing things a little bit different. Um, I don't have a script. I'm basically just sitting down every week, turning on my microphone and figuring it all out from there, really. Uh, but what have I been up to? Well, uh, recently I went to, well, I went to see the new James Bond film, No Time to Die. Uh, ever since I was a kid, I have been a massive James Bond fan. I love all the, well, not quite all the James Bond films. So there are some bad ones, Quantum of Solace, for example. But generally speaking, I do love the James Bond f- films and this one was no exception absolutely loved no time to die uh if you haven't seen it i would encourage you to go see it it's a brilliant film and it really made me feel um very optimistic about the future of bond films i think they really uh, got the formula right now i know everyone loves daniel craig and all of his films as james bond to be quite honest, I've never been Daniel Craig's biggest fan as Bond because I, what I love about the James Bond films, I love the gadgets, I love the one-liners. You know, I I enjoy that kind of silliness of uh, of a Bond film, and Daniel Craig ones, they took all that that all that stuff away, and it's so yeah, they're good action films, but. There wasn't many gadgets uh, in the earlier films. There wasn't any gadgets. They were just, you know, they started off, they wanted to make more Bond films than Bond films, really. Um, Thankfully for me, with uh, No Time to Die, they've really got the balance right between good action, story, um, drama, suspense, as well as some comedy uh, some gadgets. Uh, just, I, I, I think to me, I'm not going to say it's the perfect Bond film. It's definitely not perfect, but, but I was worried about the franchise. Um, I worried that they would end up becoming too watered down. And having watched No Time to Die, I feel very, very optimistic. But I don't want to talk about Bond films too much. Uh, this isn't a film review podcast, and. I am certainly not the right person to do that. Uh, But as a huge Bond fan, I just 
wanted to share some of my thoughts on the film and say that I did really, really enjoy it. Uh, other thing that I've been up to at the start of this week, I went up on a little trip to Glencore in Scotland with my very, very good friend Lee, who's another photographer as well. Uh, we've done a few photography trips together. Uh, now, because of COVID and because he recently had a baby, um, or his wife had a baby, uh, it's it's been it's been a good while since we've been anywhere together since we've uh, done a photography trip together and with everything that's sort of been going on the last 18 months we both kind of lost our way a bit with our photography so we both really needed to do a trip really uh, just to yeah it was just really good for us both get our motivation back and everything um Neither of us had actually been to Glencoe before, so that was why we settled on Glencoe. And I won't talk too much about it in this podcast because I am currently editing all of my footage and that will be my next video that I upload um, this coming week. Uh, but it, I absolutely... I, I had such a great time. It was only a short trip, but... We went there actually with no plan at all. We just found a hotel that looked nice and was reasonably priced. We booked that hotel and then we just left it at that. Uh, even driving up to Glencoe, we didn't know what we were going to do. All we knew was where we were going to be staying that night. But despite having no plan at all, I don't think the trip could have went much better really. So that's all I'll say for that on that um, for now because my video from the trip will be coming up in just a few days so subscribe to my youtube channel if you don't already and keep your eye out for that now in my latest youtube video i discuss why i switched from using lightroom classic to using lightroom cc um, and i just thought i'd discuss this in this episode uh, just for anyone who hasn't seen that video uh, just for any photographers who are listening I've always used the classic version of Lightroom uh, when I first gotten into photography and first started editing photos it was the only version of Lightroom available and even until very very recently even now that the it's difficult to know what to call it uh the lightroom mobile version lightroom cc um it is in fact now just called lightroom um but now that that version has been out for a number of years now until very recently i never ever thought i would that would be the program i would use i never thought i would move away from lightroom classic but um, recently I have made that switch and now I don't use Lightroom Classic at all. I only exclusively use Lightroom. Uh, let's let's say let's call it Lightroom CC. Lightroom CC is the only version I use. It's the only photo editing software I use. Um, when Adobe first released it, the main issue I had with it, well there was a few, but 
mainly it was very 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 basic and very restricted however they've really really updated it over the years and added new features to it continue to add new features to it and now it has pretty much all of the tools certainly most of the tools that the classic version does um the main difference between the two versions now is that Lightroom CC doesn't have all of the cat cataloging features that the classic version does, but I actually now prefer that because it's just less workload for me. So now when I'm editing my photos, I simply just import them and then start editing them straight away. I don't have to worry about things like keywords which is something i used to spend a lot of time on when i was using the the classic version and you know that got to be quite time consuming when you're putting in different keywords for each different photos uh, that's a very time consuming thing so i like that i don't have to worry about that anymore it just reduces the workload and i can just get straight into the actual editing of the photos so that was one reason why i've made the switch uh, another reason is actually uh, for the cloud storage in the past i have to admit i didn't like the idea of storing my photos on the cloud I wanted my photos to be stored and backed up on my own hard drives so that I knew where they were, I was in control of it. I worried uh, with the cloud, you know, what if someone hacks into the system and can gain access and steal all of my photos. Uh, but I've, I've changed my mind on that now because in fairness, no system is perfectly safe because now, even if I store my photos locally on my hard drive and then back them up on, say, a, a separate external hard drive, if both those hard drives are stored in the location, you know, what if my home, there's a fire and my flat burns down and my computer and my hard drives are destroyed? Uh, what if my home is broken into and someone steals all of my computer equipment then I've lost everything that way uh, so it's difficult for any one way to be perfectly safe and I think now with the modern world most of us do use the cloud in one way or another anyway whether it's just the photos that we take on our on our phones or um, share, sharing documents. Most of us do use the cloud in one way or another and are using it more and more. It just kind of fits into the modern world. And I guess for me personally, I've just gotten more used to that idea of cloud storage and storing things on, on servers somewhere. And so that's not something I worry about anymore. For me now, I actually now prefer the fact that uh, I don't have to worry about hard drive space. Between doing photography and video work as well, uh, I can fill up hard drives pretty easily, uh, especially with the video work. Um, 
So even previously when I had a, a Microsoft laptop, which had a one terabyte hard drive, uh, I was always very, very, very close to that hard drive being basically maxed out with its storage. Um, so storing my files locally, it was always something I, I struggled with. I've now switched to, I now have a M1 Apple uh, Mac mini and that only has a 256 gigabytes. So, you know, I've went from a one, having a one terabyte hard drive to having a 256 gigabyte hard drive. And I want to keep that hard drive as clean as possible. I don't want to clog it up. Um, I've actually bought an external hard drive that I use for video editing because I want the hard drive where my operating system is on. I want that as clean as possible because I want to get the absolute best performance out of the machine. And if you're clogging up your hard drive, your machine's going to slow down. Um, so now I, I don't have to worry about storing my photos locally and clogging up hard drive space. Um, so the cloud now, uh, with the mindset that I have now and in the modern world, uh, the cl cloud storage I think is, is a better solution for me and also with that in mind it fits our 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 modern way of living better I think because it allows me to edit my photos on the go as well um, so I have my my Mac mini I also have a a tablet as well which I have Lightroom installed on so I can sit at home and edit my photos on my desktop computer. Uh, but then if I'm out anywhere, if I'm on a train, sitting in a doctor's waiting room, whatever it is, I can get out my tablet and I can continue to edit my photos on my tablet as well. And it, because the photos are stored on the cloud, everything syncs up perfectly. Uh, so I like being able to edit my photos on multiple devices when I'm on the go without having to worry about also carrying hard drives around and things like that. And then finally, other reason why I now prefer Lightroom CC as opposed to Lightroom Classic is it's generally just, just a lot faster and performs better. Um, one of the criticisms Lightroom has always had is that it is quite slow, you know, particularly when you're scrolling through images. There is a lot of lag to it, and even on you know a high spec machine, it it's it's just a slow program. And with every update, it seems Adobe announce, oh, we've we've now made it faster. It's now so much quicker. And then you use it and I'm like, nine times out of 10, I'm like, well, this still doesn't seem any quicker. Lightroom CC, however, because it is more of a streamlined program, um, it does generally perform a lot quicker and a lot smoother. There doesn't tend to be so much lag with it. I found as there is with the classic version, uh, particularly, particularly on an iPad, it is optimized very, very well for for an iPad and 
it just runs so so smoothly but when i used to have the two programs on the laptop that i used to have lightroom cc was by far the faster of the two programs so yeah if you're a photographer and you're anything like me and you've just always used lightroom classic you might be in the mindset that i was thinking well any serious photographer uses lightroom classic uh, yes, Lightroom CC might be good for you know people who just do photography uh, casually, or people who are taking photos on their on their phones and things like that. But any serious photographer uses Classic because that's you know that has all the tools. That's the more professional version. Um, that's the way I used to think. And if you are thinking that way, I would just encourage you to give Lightroom CC more serious consideration because there's not a lot of difference now between the two programs in terms of what tools are actually available. Um, I can do everything that I want with Lightroom CC. I don't feel restricted with it in any way. And it's also so much easier just having one version of uh, Lightroom on my computer. In the past, when I had Lightroom Classic and I had Lightroom CC and Adobe keep changing the names of them all the time and even the logos look the same, the amount of times I wanted to open a particular version of Lightroom and accidentally opened the wrong version because I clicked on the wrong logo, it was just so annoying waiting, waiting for that version to then open up fully so that you could then close it and then open up the correct version. Um, I am now just so much happier using the one version and I have a much more simpler and streamlined workflow, a faster workflow and yeah I'm really really enjoying using Lightroom CC and like I say I talk about this in my in my current and most recent YouTube video. Uh, I go into it a little bit in a little bit more detail and also show some video of the difference in speeds between the two. Uh, so if you want more on this discussion, then do watch my current video on YouTube. Other than that, that's it for this week. Um, I think in future episodes, I'm gonna start doing things like Q and A. So I think I'll make use of the, the questions feature on Instagram stories so perhaps people can ask me questions that way and then I'll answer them here on my podcast it can be anything at all but uh, keep an eye out on that because I'll probably be doing that on Instagram quite soon uh, otherwise go see No Time To Die if you haven't seen it already it's a great film even if you're not a Bond fan trust me it's a good film um, go check out my current video on youtube if you're interested in if you're a photographer and you're interested in the two different versions of lightroom and keep an eye out for the upcoming video for my little trip to glencoe so all that's left for me to say now is thank you very much for for oh that's what i say in my youtube videos i was going to say thank you very much for watching thank you very much for listening and uh, i'll talk to you next week bye <laughs>